Today we're gonna to be talking about parenting styles. Okay. You know, um, there's four different types of parenting styles. One is authoritarian, authoritative, neglectful, and indulgent. An authoritarian parent, this is a restrictive style in which the parent tells the child what to do, gives the child directions, the child has no say, the, ch- the parent places firm limits and expectations and allows little verbal exchange with the child. And research shows that that type of parenting style often have a child or uh, makes a child anxious about social stuff, fail to initiate in activities and have poor communication skills. Now, an authoritative parent encourages the children to be independent but still places limits and controls on their actions. To a certain limit, they give them room to speak or be verbal. Okay. And the parents are warm and nurturing towards the child. And those children tend to be socially competent, self-reliant, and socially responsible. Then we have neglectful. This style is which parents is involved in a child's life. This style of parenting leaves the child feeling that other aspects of the parent's life are more important than them. Mm-hmm. These children whose parents are neglectful are socially incompetent. They show poor self-control and do not handle independence well. All right, so indulgent parents children whose parents are indulgent I should say um, rarely learn respect for others and have difficulty controlling their behavior now guys I know people have never really thought about parenting styles as far as categories and what type of effect that it would have on a child but I think it's time for people to start being a little bit more mindful of which parenting style they're choosing with their child if they're expecting a certain expectation from their child You know, from day to day, we live in life. Of course, life gets hectic. And sometimes parenting take a back seat. Right. And the child suffers. And we become a neglectful parent then. So actually, as a parent, you can sometimes be very fluent through all these different categories. But you have to be mindful because if you want a certain outcome... Then, of course, you want to be more of an authoritative parent. Not authoritarian, but authoritative. Meaning that you're giving your child some limits, but also allowing allowing them them to be themselves. Well, I mean, I'll say this. I never even thought about parenting styles in Mm -hmm. a sense of, 
identified terms. Yeah. yeah, like identified terms. Like obviously you think about parenting styles, but not in a sense of oh, this is an authoritative parent. This is a neglectful parent. You know, not I, neglectful parent. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I don't. I never really thought about it in those terms, but. I think that there are a lot of people... It's interesting what you say the, the neglectful parent definition is. Because I think there's a lot of people who are neglectful be, or who mm-hmm. are not aware that they're neglectful. Because they yes. take neglective as negative. And neglective doesn't necessarily mean negative. negative. Mm-hmm. And they don't look at it that way. So that's very interesting. Mm-hmm. And of course... We can say that a lot of people want to be... Which one is it where it's like you give them... Authoritative. Authoritative. So we can say that, but everybody may not feel that that's necessary or what they want to do for their child. They may want to be able to let them not have limits and just explore and just do and just live life without placing a lot of um, boundaries on them. Some people really do resonate with that type of parenting style. And that's more of the permissive or the indulgent parents. But research shows that with that parenting styles, the child rarely learns to respect others. They have right. no self-control. They It's not something that they're used to. So, of course, when they become an adult or when they're still a child and they're out doing their own little thing, these, you know, are some of the qualities that will come through. Well, I know, like Tiff said, you know, I really never think about categorizing anything but of course I just feel like you want to be well rounded in a lot you know in a lot of things that you do you know not saying that you don't want the best results and you're being lax but again you want to be well rounded in the sense of okay yeah I'm gonna make sure my child has boundaries but at the same time I'm not going to hinder my child by cat you know putting them in a place or behind bars you can't do this you can't do this no I want you to explore I want to I want you to know what you know what things are so that way in the future if it ever happens you know if something ever happens to you when you get to be an adult or whatever you just know how to handle them you know what I mean because if I just Mm -hmm. well let me ask y'all this question what type of parenting styles do you think your parent your basic parent used on you because I can tell you I had an authoritative parent it was no black it was no great it was black and white you do what I say do because I say do it Right. No explanations behind it. It's terrible. And I can honestly say, it, you know, it did kind of, I'm glad that I have the skills and the tools that I can kind of navigate life and not let it negatively affect me as an adult. But I can say it has made me anxious about different social mm-hmm. situations, mm-hmm. me being confident in a lot of choices and decisions that I make and so on and so forth. Well, I will say this, listening to the parenting styles and saying what we're going to choose to do for our kids, what about taking to the conversation with child you have? That's Because that's a whole nother thing. We yeah. might want to be, you know, indulgent or authoritative or whatever, but you also have to think about your parenting style as it relates to the type of child you have. And then, see, all of us, we only have one kid apiece. Right. When you have multiple children. You got to parent according to the child. Right. You have to parent a different way depending upon what type of child you have. Everybody have their own little coding and DNA. So I was going to say, you know, we know things shape the way people are. But back to the question. How were you parent? What style did you... I think for me... 
I had a mix. My father was the um the the predominant parent in my life who raised me, and my father was very uh. I get those two mixed up: authoritative and authoritarian. Authoritarian, meaning I got the iron fist. Right, so you got an authoritarian, and what's the other authoritative. one? Authoritative. Authoritative. That's too close. You need to change the. I terms. know. That's it's, too it close. is very close. That's too close. So, but it, they are similar. Right. 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 right, right. <laughs> That's true. Um, hmm, it's interesting. I. I would at first glance say that I think that my father was very authoritative, like authoritarian. Yeah, do what I say, black and white. My father was the king of saying, don't do what I do, do what What I I say say do, which Mm -hmm. I think is the dumbest thing ever because people (laughs) learn from example, not just from what you tell them. They're going to go by what you do, you know, and they want to know why. I mean, I remember in my high school years, like 15 or 16, I had a, a short period where I just did what the fuck I wanted to do because if I would ask my dad could I do something mm-hmm. he said no and I asked him why because I said so. <laughs> right. And I'm like okay. Uh, I'm like is it because I did something wrong in school? <laughs> no. <laughs> did I not do something at home I'm supposed to be doing? No. Am I in trouble for something I don't know I'm in trouble for? No. Well why I can't go because I just feel like saying no. And I thought that was so stupid yeah. and so mean and so unnecessary. Mm-hmm. And to me, it was so egotistical and it really served yes. a selfish purpose of control yes. over somebody yes. than actually, you know, thinking about the child me, and parenting. You know, to where I had a point for like maybe like um, six months to a year where when he would give me those types of answers, I would go do the shit anyway because I felt like if you can't give, and it's not about giving me a good enough reason. If you couldn't give me a reason as to why I'm doing something, basically you're punishing me because that's what you feel like doing. I felt that was stupid and I will go and do it anyway. So I am very conscious with my own son to not be that way. Not because I feel like, oh, you have to owe your child an explanation. But as a parent, I do because I want you to understand and know why I'm asking or requiring Mm -hmm. you to make the choices that I'm asking you to make in your life. It's very dumb for me. to. It's very ill-equipped, actually. For me to send you out here in the world not knowing why, why you can't do this decision making. And, you know, it doesn't <laughs> it doesn't create a critical thinking human being. And people, yeah. that, it creates followers and it creates participants and people who just yes. do what they're told and don't ask any questions. And if I weren't um, the type of person that I am by DNA and, and mm-hmm. God's hand he has on me, I could I really be too. screwed up. Because that's why you have a lot of people who are followers and really cannot think. Or right. Just not, right. The followers can't think or just weak. And don't know how to general. cope with things. Yeah. Like, it's like, really? Oh, uh, because so and so said it. Did you think about that? Did you. Uh, and then you it know? stuck. Right. It's like, oh, well, no, I just did it because they said so. What? Like, no. So I think <laughs> that my father was more that way. My mother, um, who wasn't as involved in my life, she had her moments of very. Mm, she had little blimps of that it is only like disciplinary like when she's upset I want you to do something but overall she was probably more of the neglectful yes and she was more of the neglectful parent and I don't think it was a purposeful neglecting I just think that at that point she was more concerned with other aspects of her life than, than, than her children so I don't think it was a purposeful I want to be a neglectful parent she just was and she did kind of just let us just do whatever I was able to do me honey like right. me and my mom me and my mom were like 
sisters really it's like oh look I'm going here I'm going there I'm doing I'm doing that we like two ships passing in the night right you know from a young age from elementary school I'm doing my thing she doing her thing we meet somewhere in the middle and keep it moving so I had both parents um, and yeah, guess that's cool. good because it helps balance you out because it's opposite ends of the mm-hmm. spectrum, which helps you to meet the middle more or less. Yeah. Right, probably, and, and, and it probably helped because they were in two separate households. That yeah. and, and my situation was mm-hmm. very similar too. So, oh, right. yeah, very very similar. What you think, Tasha? For me, I really I grew up in a single mother household. My dad, you know, when he was, it was more like, oh, I'm just coming to see you because it's just out of the blue type of thing. Mm-hmm. But uh, I would say she was what more authoritative, and then the last one, where indulgent, indulgent. I feel like or permissive, right? And I feel like she did that because of course like we you know a lot of parents or people say you know how are my children to have what i didn't have so you know i understand mm-hmm. that was from your projection you know, from right. right so i would say she she did both of those so but. what does an indulgent parent do again yeah an indulgent parent places few demands or controls on their child mm. indulgent parents let their children basically do whatever they want to do, which frequently leads to the child. See, that was my mama too, though. Getting, expecting yeah, to get, get their own way. Yeah. And this is very funny. A lot of people who had the iron fist, and I'm just going to say, it, like you say, it's very Cody, and I kind of, we brought that's a whole other conversation because I, I wasn't having sex early. I wasn't out here doing drugs. I wasn't, I was doing what I do, which was dance, which was what she right, put me right. in. I wasn't trying to be here and there if I was here and there it was because I was dancing I was always a very business minded or just into the arts type of person I never was out here really trying to run the streets and I knew look I don't because, because that was your personality freedom. right that's why I say Cody you know that yeah, was my personality you, you because freedom. but you like, had the I freedom, had freedom to freedom, do that but I didn't you know like I had my girls when they would come by my house for freedom and they would be doing shit legit and I would not I'd be but like that's no, what bitch. I'm saying that's because, <laughs> that's, because you, that's because you had the freedom to be you Mm-hmm. Other people didn't That's have why I said she freedom. did the, the other one. She too. did she both. Was she was very fluent. Right. She was very, she gave, you know, when, and I wasn't, I wasn't the type of person that demanded a lot either. I never right. needed mm-hmm. name right. brand. I was right. very artsy. So that was probably a blessing. And like, I could wear pro wings until. I she was the one that was more like. Right. <laughs> girl, let me get you. I was like, nah, I can make, I, give me a paper bag. Girl. I was throw that shit together. Put yes. on my grandmother's yes. wig with some jasmine heels and go to school. Because I did do that in elementary school. Some crazy shit. Like I do now. And thought I was fly. And still fly. But. Mm-hmm. I came out fine, you know, saying that to say, but you, again, you got some people who it's just not in their coding and, or, you know, whatever it is, it just, you know, parenting, I know for a lot of people, it, it, it affects them once they get older, but I feel like once you get older and you do have free will and you are out here, you're able to have your own choice. Yeah, it should affect you, but you can, I, I feel like, I don't know. Is a way to really try to cope with it, and I well, see, yeah. maybe I'm just different. So I don't want to say it. I think it's, I don't want to say it. <laughs> no, you can. I mean, you can say that's it. True. That's how you feel. That's how you feel. I mean, I think that there is truth to that. It, it, it does come a point in time where when you become an adult, you have to take accountability for your own yes. actions. So, yes, that is very true. But at the same time, if you are a person who has grown up without knowing how to take accountability for your actions or not even knowing that you have control of your own life mm-hmm. and that you have to decide what you want your life to be because be your parents are not there to tell you anymore, it can be very hard because you don't yes. even realize. Because what happens is the people leave their mama house 
and then they go get controlled by somebody else. Yes. Whether it be a spouse. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, whether it be a spouse or sometimes it could just be their friends. Yeah. Yes. You know, it could just yes. be their friends. And it's, so it, it, and, and, and unfortunately it flows into the workplace. It Correct. flows into all different areas Correct. of the life. And I've been there. Correct. I have been there. And I can say it was more of I wanted and you know, maybe, maybe at a point in time, I could say now that I'm thinking about it, it was a more neglectful. But at this point, I was a little older. So my mom probably was like, but you older. But what parents don't understand, too, you, I'm going to always need you. I don't care how old I am. And now that I have my child, I realize that. It may not yes. be financially. It may, but you, I'm going to always look at you as my mom, my rock, you know, whatever. Like, so. My mama. Right. Saying that to say when I got to that point. It kind of became a neglectful thing because then I, you know, I started seeking attention from another space, and then that became into like a negative relationship or whatever. So yeah, I can definitely see how those I can see happen. how it can happen. Yeah. So what type of parent do you think you all are? Or okay, for two things, what type of parent do you think you are, and what type of parent would you like to be if you aren't the type of parent that you would like to be? I think I'm an authoritative parent. Mm-hmm. But I can at times be a neglectful parent. And that's just being honest because I'm a single parent. Mm-hmm. Um, and being a single parent and living, trying to work mm-hmm. at times, going to school full time, working full time, you know, chasing money. Mm-hmm. You know, it is what it is because money, you need money to do what you need to do and take care of your family. You can become neglectful, but mm-hmm. I never want to be that type of parent. So I'm always very mindful, you know, of the situation. And I, I always have to self-evaluate, you know, and, and come back to the sense of what my son, okay, checking in, what can mama do for you? Mm-hmm. What can mama do to help you <clears throat> along the way? I'm going to say, and here's the thing, you, 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 you hit on a point, and I thought you was going to go somewhere with it, but I'm going to say right now, I feel like, and it may be an oxymoron, I'm all for it. And the reason why I say that, two things. I'm a new parent, so I'm still trying to figure things out. Mm-hmm. And I kind of, you know, like sometimes I can be like, Mason, don't do this. Or I can let them do a little too much, but mm-hmm. I know that I need to be authoritative. So I walk that fine line where I'm like, okay, Mason, no, no. You know, so I'm still figuring things out. But I say what I thought you was going to touch on. I feel like being a single parent sometimes you just fall into all four of those things because you right. have no freaking you choice. You don't have you a, the you mama, have it, yeah. you the daddy, you might not but have But the no thing about it is being that I had happened. such a authoritative, authoritative parent, I don't touch that at all. Right. I'm very firm with my son, but I'm never mm-hmm. an a, a, a iron fist where you have no voice. Right. You have no say. Mm-hmm. I'm right. never that because I know what it is to me. Right. So I don't need much have to really, you know, say I go, I go through all. It's those I, two. Yeah, and I don't think that you do either, Tasha, because people who are authoritarian, it is. Mm-hmm. Iron Yeah, I'm gonna get it right for this. You got it. You getting it, baby? Already. I'm gonna get it right for it because that's just too close. <laughs> um, but the authoritarian parent, mm-hmm. usually when they're authoritarian, they're authoritarian, and that's it. 
Right. It's you. Right. Just that. Because that's how strong that personality is. There mm-hmm. is no room for anything else in, in, for them. So if you, when you say sometimes you're like, well, Mason, don't do that. Da, da, that's that's just more of a discipline. That's just right. more of <laughs> you let him do things, but when he go too far, you're trying to reel him in. So I don't even think that you have the authoritarian. She don't even much have the personality. You know right. What I mean? right. Like, you're not. You're not. You're not an iron. Guess what? I'm Girl, you'll be uh, looking at you smiling and giving you sweet eyes like, Mommy, love me. I'm sweet and right. I'm cute. Yeah, like, <laughs> I think for me, I am at my highest. Number one would have to be authoritative. Correct? Mm-hmm. That's the yes, one you, you got it. You, you let them have boundaries, yes. but you still mm-hmm. wrangle them. I am probably that all day, honey, because I like to wrangle. Okay? <laughs> I will wrangle you in. But I think a strong second for me... Um, ironically enough would be indulgent mm-hmm. because I do have a very artsy kid with very opposite mm-hmm. personality wise and he's a Virgo like <laughs> Tasha so it's like oh god dear help me <laughs> um, yeah. and because he is so expressive and he's such he's so full of life and he's uh-huh. so creative and artsy and I see he has a light about him a light and a joy about him that I don't want to be broken and so the indulgent side of me kind of feeds into that because I want him at core to always be who he really is but just teach him how to kind of maneuver with that in the world because mm-hmm. everyone's not he doesn't live nowhere by himself you know what right. I mean so, Number one would be authoritative, but number two, a strong second is indulgent. Sometimes, you know, not in a sense of disciplinary things. Do I just let him do whatever he wants to do? But as it relates to expressing himself and who he is, no, anything that is done that kind of is associated with that, I let him have free reign. Mm-hmm. With that, like if he, y'all you let him have free reign with limitations, right? Free reign, right? Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Free reign. Free reign with those things. Yeah. Because yeah. Because I don't. Yeah. It's not like he which can go brings to it back to authoritarianism. Yeah. yeah. I can't have him going to the supermarket and just roam free and right. pick up whatever you want and throw it down. <laughs> and like, like I told you, no, I wasn't doing that. But guess what, baby? My mama sure did let me go out here with a salt and pepper wig. Some a crazy costume. I just was out here looking crazy. So what do you think about those parents? Because there but are some fine. parents who I don't are know. very. I don't find nothing wrong with that. But like this, there are some parents who may be very um, indulgent when their children are younger mm-hmm. to kind of let them figure out who they are and get comfortable within themselves and then some of them never change and just let the kids just roam free and be entitled but then some mm-hmm. of them try and start wrangling it in as they get older. older so what do you guys think do you think you should have one parent yes. style you should try and be life? as consistent yes. as possible oh, with that. that child from start to finish because they're children especially when they're younger they don't understand when mama go from this to that. You have to be as consistent as possible if you want to have positive results. So what, like I said, so to bring to my point earlier, so what happens if you want to be an authoritative parent, but you have a very indulgent type I child? I think like you say, it's kind of like what you're doing, and it still goes back to authoritative because you're not being indulgent in a sense of, no, you can go out here, like you say, pick up a bag of chips and throw it down. No, I'm talking about in a sense of you're just cultivating his expression of his artsiness. Mm-hmm. He can be creative, but you can't be creative with cussing. No, so that's the difference. Right, you're still giving right. him limitations. Yeah, so you can be creative. I think just and not that's authoritative, and that's not, not really indulgent. 
Right. Indulging is it strictly the you ones do who just let them do whatever the hell they want, right. highlight it on whenever right. they want, and don't yeah. tell them and don't nothing. Have no and limits. Don't. Right? You Ooh, just child. Yeah, so, that's a, that's a, that's a tough one. There's a lot of kids across many different spectrums who parents just let their children do whatever the hell they want to do, and they don't want nobody to tell them nothing. Yeah, and I think it's a generational thing too. Girl, I think as generations have changed parenting styles and everything has gotten so like because back in the day it was authoritarian. You do what your parents say, not what they did, and stay out of grown folks' business. Talk only when you spoken to, and you I know those it, type and I of think things. Those are I, I understand. I understand the logic behind why they wanted to parent that way but i just think that it's so impractical and it really cripples and handicaps yes it really cripples and handicaps the children in the end and it to me serves more of a selfish control power than like oh, it was done to me so i'm gonna do it to you right of, right like ego then it right. really does of serving a child good purpose but there are i really want i don't know if i've ever met a person who is indulgent who just lets their children. i mean i've seen them in, in public I've seen seen it, but i don't know if i've ever met as me a being parent. a social worker doing counseling right, right. with these kids i find that a lot of the younger generational parents are very neglectful and indulgent hmm. authoritarian authoritative is not a in their definition so of parenting you, what you, so from your experience of working with these kids and parents and these families mm-hmm. what do you see as the why behind as their far as display. the neglectfulness yeah, well like, neglectfulness I understand neglect because yeah. you want to live your life do your and own and not thing. even much that you want to live your life sometimes life and circumstances put you in a situation where I have to work two jobs yeah. okay to pay these bills gotcha. for us to have a roof over our head because we don't get welfare we don't get food stamps right. we don't qualify for any of these assistance so I got to get out here and get it which means that I'm kind of putting my job before you because right, right. you need the job and I like, need take right. care of him. Yeah, right. yeah. right now okay you then you got just some neglectful some downright outright neglectful I want to go party I want to do drugs I want to live my life I ain't worried about no child I ain't even want a child kind of thing right. and honestly I ain't gonna say that's all of them but because I, I don't know but I won't say it, it got to be a pinch because, like you said, it's majority of this generation now. And I'm not going to say they're out here just doing anything. They, but they very microwave. They don't really think. They don't think that hard work really pays off. Like, oh, they don't. They just want. Well, they're looking they at do. what's going on in the world right now. And, and you got and all of that plays a factor into their psyche and how they're parenting and their th- the way that they're thinking. A, and okay. as far as an indulgent parent these days, you know. Let's just be honest. Our people, we like Jordans. Not everybody, because I'm not one. I never Mm -hmm. even owned a pair of Jordans. Mm -hmm. But I want to give my child the latest pair of Jordans. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I can't make sure my child is at school on time every day. But when the newest pair of Jordans is out, I'm going to make sure my child is in Mm -hmm. that line to Mm -hmm. be one of the first people to get one of those pairs of tennis shoes. Right, because there are a lot of indulgent parents, and I think it's too for a lot of indulgent parents, especially when it comes to the materialistic side, that, oh, I want my child to have everything I didn't have. Just because you didn't have it don't mean that they need it. Exactly. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? But they're living for the world. Right. What they see on TV, what they think that the other children have, and and what they... And 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 I clearly... 
they don't have the parents not having no opinion because at the end of the day if you gonna allow your child to dictate to you well mama i not get this yeah you you feel like you gotta have this but then now it's up to me to tell you or show you better than i can tell you why you don't need these things so you can be one up on these kids and be the small one the leader or the innovator and say okay Girl, I didn't think you about know, that. no not maybe not but still from young or whatever the kids you got to you start got to, i gotta start it. installing it in yeah. in you you know again if if i'm just not teaching you anything and letting you have or just doing and just not telling you a reason why it is what it is, then you never gonna know nothing. No, I gotta have these pair of jaws because I gotta have them. Now, if I don't get them, I'm gonna rob either you, somebody, to right, get them. Right, right. That's and it. And that's what Erica about, the, the sense of entitlement, the false you know, sense of entitlement when he grows older. Versus, do Jordan even wear a pair of jaws? Because we, let's, let's get real down to the real world. We gonna go into all of that. I'm gonna let you look up that and I'm gonna ask you now, I'm gonna put it on you. Now tell me what you think about that. I'm not gonna tell you what I think about that tell me what you think about that and you, you still say at the end of the day i want to wear levi jordan armani and all these other things then i'm gonna be like okay well i don't know <laughs> we need to go do a little digger dig a little deeper because and that's, you know, that's been an active parent that's it. and creating a that's critical, and creating a critical thinker because what people don't understand is they think that parenting is just food clothes and shelter yep. that's taking care of a child it's not raising one you know what i mean yeah. it's not rearing one wow. so there's a there's a yes. difference between rearing children and just taking care of them a lot of people unfortunately whether they're doing it voluntarily or involuntarily have been placed in a position to where they can only just take care of their children they, they, they can't afford to properly rear them and to erica's point some of them is because you know financially they're they're by themselves and they have to work all these jobs so they don't have the time they don't have the luxury of time to be able to properly rear their children because they got to make the money and then there are the other ones who they have the time they just choose not to because it's not as important to them you know what i mean and they feel like they came out all right but the indulgent parent is something that really that's something that's really um sitting with me and resonating with me because it's it's you have it on so many other spectrums. Like sometimes mm-hmm. you have the indulgent parent because they're trying to vicariously live their lives over through yes. their children. Yes, yes, you know, and the child yes. doesn't even want the Which indulging that the parent kinda, is doing. You it know, kind of nine times out of ten, or maybe eight times out of ten, I feel like that's majority of the reason. Like because I still feel like you wanted me to have what you didn't have. You're implementing that thought into me because but, I ain't even But remember, ladies, for an indulgent parent, there is no boundaries. There is no demands placed on a child. The parent right. is not controlling mm-hmm. at all. So maybe sometimes with those are more authoritative. No, authoritarian. Neglectful. Hmm. I would think that that parent would go as far because you putting, you're not putting that child's needs first you putting your yeah. needs and your aspects and not nobody else it's not a job it's not, but it's you mm. you putting you first so yeah. you neglecting your child being, but neglective and being authoritarian at the same at time the same because you're demanding passively being yes. authoritarian yeah yes, yes. It's, it's very it's very passive aggressive because you know you're being demandful on this child and you're dictating what they do and how they do it but for, from your own personal Wow, that's some deep shit right there. Yeah, that's. That, I, I thought this was I, a real nice topic that because was, uh, that's very deep. If you think about our younger generation now, it you it makes you think like, how are they being parent and why is this child like this? Why is this child making the choices and decisions that they're making? And when you look at the parent and you realize, okay, this is a generational thing because their parents did the same thing to them. Their parents parent them the same way. Mm-hmm. It's like okay, when a cycle gonna break? 
a lot of people I don't think even realize and know that they that there is a cycle and that they're in one. Yeah. And as a counselor, I was that I am that one that would go out into them homes and try and help them to see. And when I tell you the layers are so deep and so thick, what I was doing was a band-aid. Mm-hmm. I don't even much know if it was a band-aid. It was just a little alcohol prep wipe over the the real the wound and it's still oozing it's still goozing and it's just a mess i know somebody right now and i won't say their name because you know i want to be respectful but i know someone right now who um i didn't know their parent uh so i wasn't sure about how they were raised but i know how they are as an adult and i see how they are with their younger siblings who are almost kind of like children Mm -hmm. for them and the ignorance level is so deep with the things that they Girl. say and do and how they treat them and how they talk to these young children like they they homegirl on the street they talking you know talking shit to back and forth and mm-hmm. every time I see this person with their siblings I always feel like I feel so bad for these children because they have no clue that this is not what it is what it is and how you should and i just feel like their self-esteem is going to be so low i mean they talk to them like dogs you know what i'm saying like i feel like their self-esteem is going to be so low or they're going to end up trying to be like bullies to other kids yes that's why you got so many bullies in the school that's why this is becoming a big old thing in the school system and you have kids actually committing suicide behind this is deep yeah like you know like too not to cut you off but when it's the authoritarian position you have kids that can end up like that too because i have a child that you wouldn't i'm not going to even because they would I wouldn't think because they come from a place where they're raised in this certain type of situation that they're supposed to be, you know, respectful. Mm-hmm. They know they, they, they should know good values and morals. Big, big, big old bully to some of the kids, and I'm like, wow, you know. So, but I don't because they have no voice at home. because they have no room and no voice to be so who themselves at home. So when they come situation. to school or when they go around other people, yep. they become who they're not allowed to be at home. And I feel like that could be a lot of it, too, because I do see where I have some kids where I be like, well, dang, because, you know, it seemed like yo, and it's probably, like you say, they parents telling them, you can't do this, you ain't do it, go sit in a room, and it's a more neglectful and authoritarian, because they maybe can't do it because I'm sitting here and doing what I want to do right now, so you go in a room. So now when you come to school, you just acting a well, that's, I mean, Socially just, incompetent. Just like Erica's point, I mean, it even spills over into the workplace with adults, because when you have adults who don't have any control in their own and they try to exert control Girl. over you because they don't have control of their own yes. lives at home and because oh. i and most of those people who are like that as adults did come from authoritarian parents yep and like i said you just go from your mama house to another, to another, to, to another person's house. You never fully get to, you know. Yes, girl. Be your but Ooh, girl, that just hit the head. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, obviously, obviously, we all can agree that we think that people should strive for authoritative. Yes. So that we can the have balance. more productive, balanced, critical thinking. Some socially competent, self-reliant, and social responsible individuals. Yes. Well, what y'all think about punishment versus beatings? I agree with both. Um, well, be I won't say beatings, but <laughs> beatings. Being spanked. <laughs> yes. All right. Being spanked. 
Um, spanking. I, I do. I do believe in both. I do do both. I do understand the psychological effects of mm-hmm. hitting a child. So people who are like anti-spanking, I get it. I think that it is a very extremist to say I'm anti-spanking because I understand you know violence and you know slave-like type thing. And when you are trying to, I that's a whole other topic. I get the whole idea why there are people who kind of feel like they should not and you should not whip your children. Mm-hmm. I get it. I understand that. Well, maybe one day we can really kind of get down into the psychological effects of what violence does you know certain violence on people what it does the psyche I get that but even with all that said and all that known yes I do pop um (laughs) and I pop as my ultimate last Mm -hmm. resort I am far more um communicative and talking to my son if he does get punished it will be something like okay you can't look at your ipad you gotta come straight home so i do do more punishing than i do do spanking but yes i do pop from time to time and if you get a pop you have been warned multiple times Mm. that the pop was coming and you chose to want this pop so bad because you neglected to listen to anything else i said so yeah i i do both but you know what I think it depends on the child as far as which works better. I because, yes. you know, as a child, I got beaten. I got beat. And that didn't really help me. It kind of made me hard. It made me too hard as a mm-hmm. woman, to be honest with you. But a punishment takes something from me that I like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm going to feel yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Beat me I'm going to feel it for a minute. I'm going to be hurt. I'm going to cry. I'm going to get over it. And I'm going to go to punish me. Oh, Lord Jesus, help me. Oh, yeah. See, my daddy used to punish. Because <laughs> I never, ironically enough, yes, I do pop. But I never got spanked growing up as a child. I've never gotten a whipping. And I know that's probably very rare. <laughs> especially for a black household in New Orleans to never have gotten whipped. But I've never gotten a whipping in my entire life. My parents did not whip me. But I was also a child that did not require a whole lot of mm. rearing, if you should say, because I was a very independent child. Yep. I listened. I didn't get in trouble in school. And so mm-hmm. I didn't really... Rec- My parents didn't really have to, quote unquote, parent me that okay, much. Um, I just... I, that's a whole other thing in itself. But um, why was I saying that? I said that for a reason. What did I say? We were talking about spanking. spanking. Yeah, even though I'm a person who didn't get spanked growing up, I still, you know, spank my child from time to time. But, you know, when he really, really, really needs it. Mm. I don't know why I wanted to say that. I have to come back. I've only had to spank Herman, whip Herman two or three times. That's what it was. I know how to get to him. My words... And my punishment. Yeah. That's what it was, Erica. I'm sorry. You made me remember why why I was saying that. I said that to say when my father would punish me, which usually was for dumb shit. Yeah. Like, for real. Which was truly, <laughs> really, most times for dumb shit. But and he's going to hear it and I don't care. Yeah, he's going to punish me for dumb shit. Because, um, yeah, because my father listens to everything that I do. But anyway. He's very supportive. He is. He's going to be a little pissed off about that. But, yeah, he punished me for dumb shit. But when he did punish me, his punishment punishments were forever yes. and when i say forever i mean like ridiculously long like 
I mean, it was so long. It was just obnoxious. Like, it was no <laughs> My friends for know old Erica Punish. When Erica girl, Punish, just girl. forget about Erica. When Erica, Erica, whenever <laughs> Erica <laughs> resurfaced, she gonna Erica. resurface. You know what I'm saying? But she is on lockdown. Yes, my punishments were long. Yeah, it usually was for a little minor petty shit. Like, when I say long, I remember one time, I think I either was, either was sophomore year or junior year. It was one of the two. That my dad punished me for like the whole second semester of school. Girl, what did you do? Nothing. Girl, I don't even remember. I like, don't have it, baby, because of a C on a report card. Because of a C on a report card, baby. I don't been punished like that. A whole semester. <laughs> so where I had those experiences, you guys. So where all I had, all I could do was go to school and come home. That's for, it. like a whole well, say semester. My mama was, uh, what you call it? Um. Indulge in, whatever I don't know. Let me do what I want to do. Cause guess what? Indulgent. We, but again, I was sneaking out with my friends. I wasn't doing shit. We was chilling, but we stuck out the damn window. And Tony came and nailed that bitch shut. Oh, I unlocked it, and I still didn't get in trouble. Or I wish she'll take my phone. I'll go get it out the room. Oh God, have it back so in my just, room. Just, you just do whatever. But maybe that was because she was up in that chilling doing what she was. I don't know. But no, all that is neglectful and indulgence yeah, all yeah, mixed girl. in together. But I, it is what it is. I went, you know, but again, I, I probably was punished because I was with my friends. Listen, y'all. Let me tell y'all friends. See? But you wasn't need much of the age no, to really be able to have the really insight that your friends needed at that point anyway. Correct. But you don't or know that when you're that age. Right. Right. Exactly. exactly. I, was, I was totally in a good place. I probably was chilling with my little dip, but we wasn't dipping. We was just chilling. <laughs> You know, girl, I remember them Ooh, days. Was and sometimes they wasn't dipping, but you know, we just was chilling. Being a teenager. Being a teenager. Yeah, come on, you give me that keys to the whip and they all let me have whips. We about to go in New Orleans. We about to go. You would be right there. You in the back. I'll be back. Y'all sleep, girl. You just being a teenager. I mean, yes. you being a teenager, but, not doing anything that was irresponsible to alter and affect your life, but really, you were just yeah. doing teenage stuff right you know that's what teenagers do. and that's and see that's the thing that we have to remember as parents that when our children get to that age we have to remember we were once teenagers too Mm -hmm. now of course you want to be able to learn from our experiences and ensure that our children have better experiences but also not be so you know gun-ho about things because they have to live life too question they have to live life brings up something because again a guy's I teach kids. I teach dance or whatever. And I, it's hard for me to find music because the if it's not the cussing, it's the content. Right. And I have, girl, I think about this because we were in high school. And I'm going to get back to the little whole whipping thing because I ain't never answered that. But again, we were in high well, school. Well, you did. You said show. you ain't get whipping. Your mama let you do what No, you I mean. didn't say what I, was, what, what I would do. Oh, okay. Okay. But okay. Neither, what, I remember the talent shows, which they need to bring those back. We danced to some pretty provocative music. And probably yes. did some pretty provocative things. And I feel so bad. I would never let my girl be like, y'all cannot do this. I don't want y'all just dipping it, popping it. Low, That's but because I you're, getting, you're getting older. And you're forgetting that the culture and society is really dictated by the youth. It's not dictated by the old people. Yes, and girl. when we were younger and we did those things and we were okay with it because it fed and it spoke to us of it spoke to us as people and now they're at a point where it's speaking to them and it because the culture and the music isn't speaking to you anymore you find 
you know, you find issue and, t- and I'm not saying yes. that I'm not saying that some of the stuff is inappropriate. It's not inappropriate because there are a lot of music and, and things that are very inappropriate. I get it, but they, they don't. Give us the freedom, and they I'm don't. Re- to- they don't receive it right. the same way we do. But you yeah. could also yeah. use your platform <laughs> to educate them on the dance moves that they're making because a lot of those dance moves come from Africa. They are our right. dance moves. Mm-hmm. They're not Definitely. intended to be a sexual dance move. Correct. I'm sorry that people look at it like that. It is a culture. It is dancing is you shouldn't be looking between a little girl's legs no that's true when it gets to that but i'm, I'm talking <laughs> about to the music like i can remember we danced to this is my song for real we was dancing oh, to get a girl in high school but, but now was, i would feel a certain type of way because and my not, high school girl say i want to dance a feeling on your boy we're like you know why that's because booty, because that's booty. because back then when we were younger there's a level we of innocence no, it's oh. a level of it's a level of innocence that's there that you know what they're saying, but you're not really paying Pain attention, attention like that to what they're saying. But they know now because I oh, they, yeah, they know what feeling on your booty is. They know. They mm-hmm. know what's happening. I mean, now. when we was listening to feeling on your booty or dancing and feel, it wasn't about oh somebody gonna feel me on my booty. It's like I like this groove. I like the this beat. beat. I like this they melody. Coming from it's good. Whole, like, bruh, like, but we didn't even have no think about it. This whole and I'm no disrespect to the song, and I know people gonna say, well, you can't let your children listen to. But when it's freaking twenty four seven, that's a oh my god, this could get deep. But anyway, that whole Molly Percocet. Oh, I, I hate, hate that song. song. Maybe we did, but it wasn't no Molly Percocet. No, because you. They had Mary Jane. You right. know they had That's Mary Jane. But it's like you it's didn't know what Mary Jane was. But this was like you was smoking that fire because that was my jam. But you still knew that you didn't smoke no weed and smoke no fire. Right. But you know you liked the song. But now it's Molly Perkins says this is what these children really is, and this is what you know, like dang. And these are highly addictive. We trying to find that thing. That's easy to find on the street. Yeah. I'll be trying to find that line, y'all. I, I do, because, I mean, again, like you say, I definitely go in there with the education, but it's like, ooh, girl, you know, you just be trying to, you know, make sure that they, they get to enjoy what they do, because you want to give them a little bit of the love hip-hop was going, but it's really hard to find music. These but then we can go bring that back to the parenting. Yes, girl. Because that starts, that's where it starts. Yeah. You it should the music your dance class. exactly. <clears throat> How are these kids being parented? What are they being taught at home? What type of style their parenting is using? What type of impact is having on the child? Right. And unfortunately, I would say that you're at a more inner city school, mm-hmm. which means that you're gonna have like these inner city school. I'm not using inner city with quotations as I'm saying it <laughs> because that's what they call it. Right. And unfortunately, you'll have these inner city problems at your school which kind of kind of you hate to lump them together but when you're in a tight small knit community you know you kind of pick up the same traits and habits as each other it is what it is man oh lord so y'all let's try and wrap this up just remember when you're thinking about parenting styles if you're going to be authoritative you're going to have a cooperative child. If you're going to be permissive, you're going to have more of a rebellious child. If you're going to be passive, you're going to have more... Wait, I'm sorry. Let's back up, y'all, because I want to make sure everybody understands what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. If you're an authoritative parent, you'll have more of a cooperative child. If you're a permissive parent, you'll have more of a rebellious child. If you're an authorita- authoritarian parent, you'll have more of a passive child. Hmm. 
So remember and that, y'all. Neglectful. neglectful, we already know. That's more rebellion. Okay. More, yeah, okay. so, you know, that's permissive, neglectful, kind of go hand in hand. But... Just be mindful of, you know, how you parenting because it, 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 it definitely impacts your child. It definitely impacts your child. Well, definitely. Now, I say the same thing. I'm just like, um, you know, be mindful. And then also, it's, it's, it's sad, you know, you want to say with the mindfulness, it takes a community to raise a child. You know what I'm saying? And it's sad to say sometimes, you you know, you just got to know who's in your community with that being said. But I think, you know, yes, the parents are here to do it. But I think we all need to get back to that, too. And it'll, it'll, be, it'll be a little bit more easier, or helpful if all of us were mindful and get back to the olden ways and knew what we were doing. Again, who's in your community? But, you know, it's it's that, that'll help, I think, with sometimes raising kids, just having that, that community mm-hmm. to help you out. Okay, y'all, we we started a couple of weeks ago with these segments. Mm-hmm. Today we're going to have Tiffany do her segment. It's called Mic Check. Mm-hmm. And what Mic Check is, this is Tiffany, I'm here. Just kind of bust on my mic. <laughs> um, what Mic Check is designed to do, I'm more of your wellness, self-reflective, what can we do as a people, as a community to make sure that we always keep ourselves in check, whether that be from things that we do personally, whether it be other um, community events or businesses that are out there to kind of keep us in line. And so this week, I really want to touch base on, in New Orleans, we have a local station, WBOK 1230. It's an AM station. And I love this station because it is like black talk radio. Mm-hmm. And anything that you want to know from politics to education to how to eat well in the community, you can find a little bit of everything there. Spiritual, I mean, the whole shebang. I really wanted to shout that out. Of course, I will kind of look and see if I can put on our Facebook other stations that'll be like that in other areas, but I know that that's what it is here in New Orleans. And I think that as a culture, we're so inundated with so many um, like minutia, like you know, like we're talking about these songs and all the things that don't really feed us and our soul from a wellness perspective. So even something as little as in the morning when you're on your way to work, instead of listening to the local hip hop station or the local um, top forty station, you can turn on WBOK AM twelve thirty and actually listen to Black Radio, where you can know what's going on in your city, what's going on in your community. I mean. When it comes down to local politics, I mean, there is no other place that I feel we can really go to and have access to to hear what's going on in our communities. And the only way that we're going to be able to help rectify us and our communities is if we're in touch mm-hmm. and we know what's going on. So this week, I just wanted to shout out WBOK. I want to thank them for continuing to always do the positive things that they do in our community. In my wellness segments, I'll bring things like yoga, meditation, how it helps you um, in your daily life plant-based eating the shebang but this week i really wanted to focus on getting our minds right and we can start by also making sure that we're listening to the things that we need to listen to to move forward as a people all right y'all this is the erica this is tasha Tip. bye, bye. see y'all